0: Last time on Multi-Class Theatre. Silway and Mist plotted an infiltration of the Thieves Guild while Gruber and Rotan made dinner plan, thus splitting the party again. Rotan tried the direct approach with the Brotherhood of the Golden Rock, and actually met with some success, earning an invitation to an important event the following night. Mist disguised himself as Silway to gain access to the Thieves Guild and its guildmaster, Feck while Silway fed him information using the magic powers she totally doesn't have. Why Silway couldn't have done this herself? Let's not talk about that. Nonetheless, they were successful, and the party eventually regrouped to begin their first proper dungeon crawl of the campaign. And that's where we join them on Multiclass Theater.
1: Inside the bar you see that Feck and his two uh cronies, uh the same two guys that you encountered before Mist, are at the bar and they're buying they're getting drinks, and as they get them they loudly clang them together, and then they're like, Chug, 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 chug.
0: Yeah, I cannot wait to see this guy get what's coming to him.
2: Where did Silhouette
0: go? Uh she had to take care of something. She'll meet us outside. We should uh we should get going because the sooner we get to the crypt, the sooner we can smash someone dead. Yeah, yeah.
2: I wanted to make an insight check. <laughs> Good luck with that. Thank you. That is a natty twenty.
0: <laughs> oh my god.
2: <laughs> okay, so what are what are you trying to discover? I he just seems like he's trying to dangle something to lead me along, and that was mainly so I could recognize it.
1: You definitely get the sense that he's patronizing you.
2: Yeah. Rotan doesn't like that. Look, you'd better be honest with me, Mist. What's really going on?
0: Mist pauses for a moment, weighing his options.
2: I'm not stupid. I just find thinking to be a lot of work.
0: Some of the people that just came into the bar are old enemies of Silway's. So she didn't want to start a thing. So I'd like to get out of here without us starting a thing.
2: Ah, criminals?
0: I don't know. I just know what she said. She said she didn't like them, that they didn't like her, and she wanted to slip out before they saw her, and it was a thing. I don't want it to be a thing.
2: Well, fair enough. I'll just go tell them to mind their own business.
0: No, no, that would be starting a thing, Rotan
2: what is a thing
0: a fight we s- sc- we've we've got a bigger mission that we have to undertake, and starting a bar fight is gonna be a distraction.
2: That's fair that's okay, no, you have a good point efficiency of resources but but tell me, point them out to me so i can I can keep an eye out for them later.
0: You promise you're not gonna start a fight in here
2: tonight. right now
0: (laughs) promise that we can go do our other thing if i point them out to you
2: i promise all right on my honor
0: all right you see those loud guys at the bar yes that's them
2: oh those bros
0: oh yeah yeah the bros really can you can you blame her for not wanting to be seen by him
2: i appreciate that you were willing to be candid with me mist i wish you will continue to do that
0: Hey, believe me, if we didn't have anything more important to do tonight, I'd be right there with you.
2: (laughs) Even I recognize that I have my limits. Why, I've already burnt one of my spell slots on making a ham taste good, (laughs) so...
1: Okay, so, um, did you guys leave or do anything, or are you still in the bar?
0: Yeah, no, we left.
1: Did you
2: leave Gruber in the bar? Yeah, he did leave Gruber in the bar. With the the smut? And the thick, very cramped handwriting book, (laughs)
3: yes.
0: I'll be in our bunk, sir.
3: (laughs) That seems like a good use of Gruber's time. We're going to go to the crypt, and he'll just take the smut up to the room. Did I learn anything from the book about the Brotherhood?
2: <laughs> <laughs> <This is laughs> not, not from that book. Not from that book. Okay. <laughs> Curse you, your DM tricks made me read the wrong book. <laughs> All right.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Crypt at Night. I just got that. <laughs> <laughs> oh
2: my god. Thank you. Thank
1: but you very that, was, much. that was a delayed reaction. I, that. I, I would not have gotten
2: mad unless you point that out. <laughs> I, I I will be here most every weekend <laughs> recording. Also
0: leave that recording. hugely long pause between when he makes the joke and when I finally get it because uh, I deserve to be outed for that. <laughs> I,
2: <laughs> I just assumed anybody who didn't get it wouldn't get it until they listened to it again.
1: way you came basically i guess you don't have to worry about running into feck and his goons as you already have so you come to the thieves Guild outside the wall where you entered last time
3: according to that message we got there should only be one guard here on duty tonight so we should be able to slip through without too much effort
0: oh i think that was trevor i told him to uh take a hike is it trevor guarding the crypt? well he asked me when I was pretending to be Feck if he should keep guarding the crypt, so I told him, nah, you're good.
3: Oh, good thinking. She gives Mist, like, a thumbs up and a grin. Is is the mausoleum, in fact, unguarded at this point? Uh, Yes, it is, in fact,
1: unguarded. Mist has obviously been here before, but Rotan, this is your first time.
3: What is this place? This is the crypt, beneath the guild hall. But keep your voice down until we're actually inside the crypt. Oh, okay. Guild of what? The Thieves' Guild. This... (laughs)
2: And he, like, lowers his voice and, like, looks around (laughs) conspiratorially. This? This is where the Thieves' Guild is? Yes, this is the Thieves' Guild. And we're going underneath to metaphorically
3: undermine them. Uh...
0: Yes. Yes. Just say yes.
3: Yes. Excellent. What next? Well, let's get inside the crypt so we can not worry about getting spotted. Very good. Uh, this door here? I, assuming he's pointing at the mausoleum door, yes.
2: Okay. Rotan will walk up to the mausoleum door.
3: You walk up
1: to the mausoleum and there's a wrought iron gate blocking
3: the actual entrance.
2: Is it locked?
3: It is locked. Hmm.
2: Right. This door appears to be locked.
3: Let me let me try. And so he walks up to it. First, she's going to try to detect traps. She's wary at this point of traps. And I don't know how what skill or whatever it is to detect traps. Perception, investigation.
1: Call it a perception check, like an active perception check. That makes the most sense, I think.
3: Uh, yeah, eight plus six, so we'll say fourteen. As far as you can tell, you don't find any traps. Then she will go straight into lock picking. She did her standard terrible lock pick with so six plus three, I think, for sleight of hand? What what's the No Thieves Tools, that's right. Okay, so eleven. Uh yeah, that's not gonna open it. Curses and God, God I need to learn how to unlock doors. She is so terrible at this. Is
0: is this gonna help? And Mist offers the uh guildmaster seal. I don't know. Just yeah, try it. Mist slips the ring on and turns invisible! No, wait, wrong <laughs> ring. Um It kind of fist bumps the lock. <laughs>
1: That would be awesome, but no, it, nothing happens. Oh.
0: There's not like a little recession or something for it?
1: Not here, no.
0: Can I take a look around and see if there's a spot? Maybe not on the lock, but you maybe can. nearby. I mean,
1: uh, make a uh, uh, perception check or
2: investigations.
0: Oh, that got even worse then. Uh, Four.
2: Roton hits the lock with his hammer.
3: There we go. Okay, roll <laughs> to see if you hit. I think it's just a strength check when it's a, a door or a lock you're trying to break I, open. I think you're right.
2: That is... <laughs> Rolled a hit, you said? Cool, that's an eight.
1: <laughs> okay, well then we'll then we'll do a strength check.
2: Cool. Then it's a six.
1: <laughs> Rotan swings his hammer to just... He's fed up and hits the gate, and it
3: does not budge, but it clangs very loudly. Oh, God. Okay, that's gonna draw some attention. Come on, we gotta go... Get it in there. Or open it somehow. Or we have to run.
0: You're the thief.
3: You want me to hit it again? Hit it again.
2: You don't need to ask twice. That's another three. God damn it. You see some lights come on in the guild. Maybe if I try it from a different angle.
0: Well, you wanted us to sign our own death warrant. Apparently we're doing that now. it's so. a
2: 12? It's amazing. You go
1: through and you get the ring and all this craziness and you're befuddled by a door.
2: i hit it with a 12
1: (laughs) all right let's just say that you keep pounding on it until it finally swings open see i knew that would work so you you've hit it probably like five or six times the gate has actually begun to buckle
3: but it still hasn't opened it broke up its hinges but the lock is intact (laughs) yes exactly (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Alright, get 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 down in there before they see us. Come on quickly. Rotan proceeds. they so will also disappear inside the inside the mausoleum.
1: Rotan as a half elf. Can you see in the dark or no? Oh, okay. So, Silway is the only one who would actually need lighting. Correct.
3: Eventually, she will learn the spell dark
1: mission, but she does not know that yet. Once you go through the gate, you come to a spiral staircase leading down into the crypt. And it seems very finely wrought. Somewhat surprising, I guess, given that it's a den of thieves. But as you, uh, you go down for quite a ways, I would say probably three or four stories underground. Just spiraling around in a circle in the darkness. Obviously, Mist and Roton, you have no trouble. Silway, you are blind as a bat right now. So give me a, just do a dexterity check to make sure you don't slip a step or... 11, dexterity check. Yeah, you're fine. You're proceeding cautiously down the stairs. What's
3: the party order? Roton first. (laughs) Roton's in front. Yeah.
0: <laughs> and then Silway behind Rotan, like, hand on his yeah. back.
3: I think, she, yeah, she was like shooing him inside, like, quickly get the loud, clanky, shiny metal guy out of sight.
0: And then Mist bringing up the rear with his devil's sight, so like cat vision.
3: After what
1: feels like a very long time, make it to the bottom of the staircase. You find yourself in the crypt. The crypt is. Uh, it's about medium size, I would say. In front of you, it's about. Well, let, let me say this. It's probably about 40 feet wide. And it the corridor just goes straight ahead to you can't see the end. It just disappears into darkness. So well, you can't see anything. You're literally standing there in the dark. And Rotan and Mist, you see two corridors branching off of the main corridor about 40 feet away. And then it just turns
3: into darkness after that. Guys, I can't see anything. Miss. Do you still have those torches you had earlier?
0: Oh, yeah, I uh, fish out a torch and press to digitate it on fire.
3: So we will hold that for the time being.: Well which way do you think?
1: So, this is weird, but this is the way it worked. Roton: once the light sparks to life, you notice on the wall, right by you at about waist level, is a little circular depression in the wall. And it has a raised relief on it that looks a lot like the ring.
2: You're saying it's weird because I'm the one who got the check.
1: Yes, I I literally rolled a natural twenty for Roton. Okay,
2: <laughs> look at that! It looks just like that piece of jewelry you bought, Mist.
0: I definitely, definitely earned this uh, ring. Yeah. Well, let's see what happens, and I will pop the. Seal into that spot.
1: So, yeah, so now you may do your fist bump. <laughs> bump. You pop the ring in the little depression and you pull it back, and the relief glows blue very lightly, and it just is pulsing.
0: Okay, so that did a thing. It made it blue.
3: Uh, that means that we're basically being treated as the guild master as we go through here, so. Hopefully, that disables the traps and keeps things from attacking us.
2: I've never been a Thieves Guild Master before.
0: You're not. I'm the one who's got the seal, buddy.
2: True. I've never been a companion of a Thieves Guild Master before. Wait. But if he thinks you're the Guild Master, then what does that mean for the two of us?
0: You're my associate, so if I say it's <sighs> cool for you to be down here, it should be cool for you to be down here.
2: All right. I hope the traps agree.
0: Me too. <laughs> Otherwise, this is going to suck.
2: More for me <laughs> than for you. All right, which way? Which way shall we go?
0: What's the layout again? Do we have options on which direction to go?
1: The corridor extends in front of you for about 40 feet and then branches off to either side. And then beyond that, you can't see.
0: And and Celine didn't give us any directions on once we're in the crypt where to look, did she? She did not. Well, I always like to start from the left, but I'm open to suggestions. let us I mean, let's go to that intersection and then see what we can see.
1: Okay, as you go, are you actively looking for traps or anything, or are you just kind of walking?
0: I think Mist is going to keep his eyes open because he's not 100% sure how the seal works.
3: And Silway is actively looking for traps, like sweeping the torch around the room, like very, very concerned about traps appearing because Celine gave her plenty of warning on that. You start walking down
1: the corridor and you get about ten or fifteen feet down the,
3: the corridor, and
1: Silway you're looking at the floor in front of you and you see a line in the floor. Like a uh sort of some unevenness between the stones
3: of the floor. All right, stop, stop, Rotan, stop. Yes, what is it? She'll so kneel down and sort of move the torch over that spot to investigate it more closely and sort of point to it. Like, this is what we're talking about. So you see in front of you, the little uh,
1: unevenness extends the entire width of the corridor. And then extends along the walls for about 10 feet up the corridor. Ending just before the first junction. You're not really sure what it is, but you can do an
3: investigation check to try to figure it out. I would like to do an investigation check to figure it out. 14, 17. Yeah, you're you you you're able to deduce
1: that this looks like a pit trap that you think that the floor would probably give way if somebody heavy enough were to walk on it.
3: So she will look at it for a minute and say, I have deduced this is a pit trap, and I think that the floor will give way if someone heavy enough tries to step on it. Well said. What if we run really fast? Uh, then you'll fall extra fast into the pit. Hmm, Drat. Do I have any sense of how to disarm it, or should I make a disarm check to see if I can do that? Give me another investigation check. Ooh, even better. Uh,
1: 17 plus 3 is 20. Okay, I should look at the flooring a little bit more. It doesn't seem like it's armed, or it looks like that there are mechanisms in
3: place that are supporting the floor at the moment. So she'll kind of prod at it a little bit and say, Might be alright. Alright and Rotan steps forward. And she's like halfway through a sentence as Rotan does that. Rotan steps forward and nothing happened. And okay, well that 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 confirms that notion that I had. Rotan
2: jumps up and down a little bit.
3: <laughs> Seems solid enough. Alright, alright. That's can we can we not <laughs> jump up and down on the pit trap? At least not while I'm standing on it. Why don't you just keep keep walking and let's get let's get past it.
2: Yes, I think that's a very fine idea.
1: So you arrive at the junction, and from here you can look down either side, and the two branching corridors. Everything's basically the same width. The corridors, the branching corridors, are not uh, not narrow. They're still as wide as the main corridor you were in, still about 40 feet wide. But the two branching corridors go about 40 feet down and then seem to open up into larger chambers. And you can't really see too much beyond that because it's out of the range of your vision. I can
0: see 120 feet.
1: So mist, you can see that the chamber goes on for another 40 or 60 feet beyond that and there seem to be you can see the edges of what look like sarcophagi on either side of the chamber
0: well i mean it's a crypt so we'd expect to see some kind of burial stuff and both sides look pretty much identical yes
1: they're almost like their mirror image shows of one another
0: well again my vote is to go to the right or sorry to the left i always start on the left
3: in just sort of like sweeping the torch left and right to see if she sees any difference between the two passageways, and clearly does not. Right
2: it is.
0: Le- left.
3: Left. Left, Rotan. Does Rotan go to the right or the left? Well, <laughs> Rotan heard right, so he goes to the right.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so are you going to follow Rotan, or are you going to go to the left? Oh, you, you want to go the other way?
0: I don't know, I just lean this direction.
2: Well, why didn't you say so? And, uh, then he'll go down the left passageway.
0: Because my player is an idiot.
1: (laughs) Okay, so you walk down the passage and you come into a chamber which has six sarcophagi, three along each wall. The walls of this chamber are carved with various reliefs depicting thieves stealing, stabbing, doing all sorts of other nonsense. The one thing you notice being down in here is it seems immaculately clean. For a crypt, there's no cobwebs, there's no crumbling walls or moss or spiderwebs or anything. It's just
2: very, very clean. This place seems weirdly clean.
0: At least they are orderly thieves.
2: It is strange. I would expect to see a crushed beer can or two. <laughs>
0: <laughs> there's no sign of like that, that. They've been using this as like a weights room or
2: no, no, no free weights. <laughs> So, uh, what
3: are we looking for again?
0: Looking for the old guildmaster. Is he dead? Unfortunately.
3: Which means he would be inside a sarcophagus.
0: Do any of these look like, are, are any of the sarcophagi marked in any way?
1: No, they are not.
0: Is there an exit from this chamber, or is it basically just...
1: No, it just it dead ends in the, the chamber with the sarcophagi.
3: Can I investigate to see if there's like anything on these sarcophaguses... Oh. That I would recognize as being related to the former guildmaster. You can try. I'm going to try. Oh, (laughs) natural one. I failed. Yeah, (laughs) at least you didn't hurt yourself. (laughs) Oh, man. (laughs) Nothing in here looks like it belongs to the guildmaster. She says in all seriousness, convinced that she has not missed anything. Well,
0: let's just have a look-see then. And I'm going to go ahead and open... One of the sarcophagi. Let's say the uh, there's three on each wall. How about the first one on the left?
1: You open the first one on the left, and inside is a skeleton dressed in leather armor, and it is lying there with its hands crossed peacefully across its chest, and alongside of him, kind of nestled in the sarcophagi, the sarcophagus, is a very nice-looking short sword that seems to gleam silver in the torchlight.
0: Hey, Silway. Yeah? Celine said we can't take anything from here. Does that... Do you think that changes if I'm... Is that still true if we've got the Guildmaster seal?
3: I don't know. But if you're going to find out, I'd like to step back several dozen feet. Actually, you know what? She said cursed, not trapped. So if you pick it up, you're cursed. I would advise against it. One should show respect
2: for the dead. Uh,
0: Even dead thieves? Oh, fine. You're right. You're right. All right.
2: We have a saying back in Neverwinter, and it involves, um, curiosity and, uh, and and felines.
0: Yes, I've heard that one.
2: Yes. Curiosity killed the feline. Could be more alliterative, but, uh, that's what we say.
3: (laughs) Uh, are we going to open up every single one of these sarcophagus says I?
0: I mean, without any other, without anything else to go on.
3: That's yeah, same, I guess.
0: I'll move to the next one in.
2: Yeah, Rotan will check one.
1: Which one does Rotan check?
2: I think sort of a divide and conquer sort of attitude. So like, whatever the most efficient way around the room is.
0: So you'll start on the right, I guess.
1: Rotan, you open up the one opposite the one that Miss just opened. And in there, you see a very similar-looking skeleton with its hands clasped across its chest. And on one of the fingers, you see a very fine ring that almost sparkles a bit when
3: the light hits it. This one has a sparkly ring. Does that check out?
0: Uh, Don't tell me these things.
3: Is it the the guildmaster's ring? Silly kind of looks over there to see if she can recognize it. No. Not not the uh, the guildmaster's ring. I mean you could try an investigation check or Well I'm assuming she would like she'd probably recognize the the old man. Or an Arcana check or Well Silway's fantastic at Arcana checks, apparently.
2: Rotan will do it. <laughs> That's <laughs> shit. <laughs> That's a
1: five minus <laughs> Rotan believes he has found a ring. <laughs> Anybody else wanna try or?
0: Oh, sure, I'll take a look at the sparkly thing, even though this is temptation for a frickin' cat. Yeah, that ain't any better. That's a six.
1: Okay, also just uh, a very fine-looking ring.
0: Oh, uh, you need to close the sarcophagus right now.
2: Alright,
3: uh, I go on to the next one. You should do wisdom checks for every sparkly thing until mist fails one.
2: Okay,
1: the next sarcophagus has just a pile of dust in it. They died recently,
3: yes? Um, I'm not even sure this is a person. Wouldn't there be bones if there was a person? No, no, I mean the, the, um, the guildmaster. Oh, yes, probably about less than a month ago, actually.
2: Okay, he drops the lid, uh, (laughs) goes on to the next one.
1: Uh, the next one you find a corpse of a woman that seems very, very decomposed and brittle and dry. The old man was not a woman.
2: Ah! (laughs) Then he closes that one.
1: Okay, so Rotan has opened all three on his side. Is Mist just opening random ones on the other side?
0: Yeah, I mean, we opened up the first one. I'll open up the second one.
1: The second one, you also find a very old and ancient corpse that is extremely decayed. And uh, if you move on to the next one, you find also a very uh, ancient-looking
0: corpse. Well, he's not in any of these.
1: Well, that answers that question.
0: All right, other chamber.
1: All right, so you go into the other chamber, and you're going to start on the right or the left?
0: Uh, Mist will start on the left.
1: I'll start on the right. I will supervise. So Mist opens the first one on the left and finds a very decayed corpse. Rotan opens the one on the right and finds another skeleton, arms crossed, and the skeleton is holding in its hand a very, very, very nice-looking dagger.
3: Nope.
2: Goes on to the next one. Wait,
3: wait, wait. Hold on. Silly wants to take a closer look at that dagger. she investigate her Arcana or something? Yeah, try an Arcana. Arcana. Ooh, sixteen. Silly, you believe that it is a magic dagger. She's very tempted by this. I'm gonna do a wisdom check just to see if I can resist this or not. Oh god damn it. Uh yeah, that's that's a natural one. Yeah, no, you are uh... <laughs> YOINK <laughs> <laughs> You are reaching before yeah. the dagger. Before you know what you're doing. Yes, yes, I am. She cannot resist a shiny dagger. Apparently.
0: Do we notice? Do we notice her doing this? She's
3: not like being sly about it. She's just like ooh, and grabs it. No, Mist is looking the other way.
0: That's true. Uh, On the other room.
3: Roton, give me a perception check. She might she may or may not be stroking it like the precious Cerbralt. I dagger. You know what I like about this D twenty? It's
2: a twenty-sided die, and so there's still a pretty reasonable chance of Rotan succeeding on things he's not good at, because it's like minus ones and minus twos. But whenever he needs to roll badly at something for it to be in character, I get a five. <laughs> <laughs> Minus two.
1: Proton Four. has moved on to the next
3: sarcophagus and is in the process of taking off the lid. Okay, so then Silway has taken the shiny dagger, and I, I think she's going to replace one of her daggers with the shiny dagger and put one of her mundane ones back in the crypt and try to close the door. <laughs>
2: like, weigh it like Indiana Jones. Like, <laughs> this dagger is about to <laughs>
1: So Silway reaches down, grabs the dagger, gets it away, slips her own in there, turns away and is about to when the skeleton sits up and missed the crypt that you are about to open the lid pops off like just flies off and a skeleton sits up out of that one and the chamber that you just left you hear two loud crashes as you imagine two more lids have hit the floor Hello, welcome to the midroll. it's Diana here, just you and little old me, all alone. I thought I'd try something different, maybe a different voice, a different attitude, I don't know, do you think it works? Oh, yes, mom, I think it's fantastic, it's perfect, it's just what each podcast needs. Well, thank you, Gruber. I knew I could rely on you. We hope you've been enjoying episode 7. If you have been enjoying it, please subscribe. Leave a comment. Rate us, please. We need it. We deserve it. We crave it. Alright, seriously, I can't keep that up anymore it is diana here your dungeon mistress i guess we'll go with that i hope you've really enjoyed episode seven i think we're finally starting to pull things together i'm happy with this i'm happy with the way we're going we're getting stronger and we're glad that you've decided to stay with us this far we hope you continue a couple announcements we are in the midst of what i've now decided is going to be season one Prior to starting the second season, we are going to do an episode where we talk a little behind the scenes. We're going to talk about the story. We're going to talk about characters. We're going to talk about intended plotline versus actual plotline. going to answer your questions, so please send those in to us on Twitter. You can reach us at MCTPod. Reach out to us any questions, anything you want to know about us, about the characters, about the world. Though I may be cagey on that, given the fact that uh, there's some stuff that hasn't been revealed yet. So, we'll see. We've already received some good questions. Always room for more. We'll answer as many as we've received. Couple quick shout-outs this week. I wanted to give a huge thank you to Cassie, who is the GM and DM and producer of the Lovely Craftians podcast. It is a brilliant, hysterical uh, Call of Cthulhu, actual play podcast. I highly recommend, highly recommend you check it out. It is I I, I cry so much. I'm laughing, um, or I laugh so much. I'm crying. One of the two. We have a special treat for you at the end of this podcast. After the outro, we will actually play the trailer for their podcast. Listen to it. It's fantastic. It's everything you could possibly want in a Call of Cthulhu podcast and more. And it's even better because it's an all-female podcast. So it is tremendous. I also like to give a shout out to Lucas, the DM and producer of the Ballad of the Seven Dice. He's been incredibly supportive. In fact, that whole community has, but really give Ballad of the Seven Dice some love and some attention. It is amazingly well-produced. It's more like listening to an audio play than an actual play podcast. I think that's all I have for now. Once we get through the holidays, we'll start doing the normal mid-rolls where you hear all of us, but until then you're stuck with, um, you know, whoever's around at the time. So without further ado, enjoy the second half of the show. Remember, rate, review, subscribe, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Play, iHeartRadio, wherever you get your podcasts and reach out to us at MCT Pod on Twitter, You can email us, we have a Facebook page, we have an Instagram, I don't know why, but we have one, so, you know, why not follow us? Maybe we'll do something there. Enjoy the rest of the show, and again, thank you so much for listening. I believe now would be a good time to roll for initiative.
4: Woo!
0: Six. Mist has a 13. Six.
2: Wow. That's that's with my bonus, though. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so I did suck more.
1: Wow, so, uh,
3: yeah. Roton takes initiative in other ways. Round one, we're surrounded and killed before we get a chance to draw our weapons. I mean, maybe you are, but...
1: The skeletons will be going first, because they didn't roll as poorly
3: as y'all. So, the one in front of
1: Silway is going to attack Silway. Funny how that works out. Okay.
3: Brace for impact.
1: Yes, he has a short sword. And he misses. Oh. He misses badly. And then the one near Mist is going to attack Mist. Wait, question. Yes?
0: Did I have to leave the Guildmaster's seal behind when we like disabled the traps? Or did I just like touch it to the thing and I still have the seal?
1: You just uh, touched it.
0: Then, I mean, talking's a free action, so... Mist will definitely cry out. Wait, wait, wait! I'm the guild master, and wave the seal around.
1: Uh, it doesn't seem to do anything. Worth a shot. He's gonna swing at you regardless.
0: I remembered something Celine said.
1: Okay, he he hits. What do you roll? An eighteen.
0: oh uh, Yeah, I guess that will technically do it.
1: Technically, he gets I think plus four to hit anyway, so it'll be twenty-two.
0: Well, fine then.
1: Mm-hmm. And be seven uh, points of damage. Ow. And you hear to, well, I I guess Silway to your right and Mist to your left, you hear the sounds of clanging armor and dragging clattering bones getting closer. Mist, you can see two skeletons closing in on you, since you can see in the dark. Great. For Silway, they are beyond your range of sight. So Mist, it is your uh,
0: move. That's right, because I'm now engaged with this asshole, aren't I? How do I do this without getting myself hurt? Screw it. I'm going to just Eldritch Blast this thing in the face.
3: Is that disadvantage or how does that work when it's uh, in melee?
0: Yeah, I think I have disadvantage on that. Ah, oh, bollocks. Really? Well, that's a natty one.
2: Yay!
1: <laughs> so the question is, does Eldritch Blast... No, I
2: don't think it would. Let me look at this real quick. Ooh, maybe. <laughs> Things that you don't want your DM to say. <laughs> God damn it. Okay,
1: no, uh, it's not going to be as bad as, well, it may be. So, uh, <laughs> Mist fires off an Eldridge blast, and the bolt crackles with dark energy as it shoots towards the skeleton. Unfortunately, because you're too close, it misses and hits the wall, and there is a loud, echoing crash as the impact of the bolt just echoes and reverberates around the chamber. About half a second later, you hear four more crashes. Oh, Jesus. (laughs) As what sounds like heavy stone lids toppling to the floor.
0: That was a hell of a failure there, Mike. I will go ahead and take the chance uh, of using my feline agility. Well, I probably don't need to use my feline agility. Uh, How far away is Rotan from me? I don't know, maybe 20 feet? Yeah. Okay. I'm just gonna go run and hide behind Rotan.
2: At the sound of the crashing, Rotan says, "Yes! Come on! Don't be shy!"
0: And yes, and and for all those curious, yes, Mist's tail is bushed right now.
3: Does the feline agility thing mean disengage for free?
0: No, it just means I can double my speed in combat. So like I could really cover some distance if I needed to, but I don't think I need to.
3: Well, if you're in melee, you just gotta. They're gonna attack you.
0: Well, I don't really have a choice because I foolishly used my action to attack this stupid thing. And also, thanks for reminding the DM of that.
3: <laughs> I have a long history of asking the teacher why she forgot to assign homework. <laughs> Just so you know.
2: Mike, you should know I'm also a DM. So I was also about to ask that
3: question. we on your side, Diana. <laughs>
1: well, that's good. I'm glad someone is. Uh, well, that's two. Everyone else is closing in. And so that brings us to Rotan.
2: Roton will hit the closest one. Okay, that would be the one on Silway. He winds up and that's a nat 20. that would definitely hit (laughs) well at least somebody's rolling well um okay so so how are we doing nat 20 hits again with damage are we just rolling twice as much damage
1: yeah i've always done double damage that's always been going back to first edition the
3: way i've rolled with it
2: so double the dice and then anything on top of that is just added normally
3: yes i believe that's the case it doubles the dice and the modifiers just stack on top of that okay uh, that is 13 plus 3,
2: that's 16. So, Rotan steps forward,
1: pulls out his hammer, swings, smashes the skeleton into pieces. It just bursts apart, and bone shards and fragments go everywhere.
2: Ha! You're going to have to wake up earlier than that
3: to catch Roton. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate the help.
1: And that would be uh,
3: Silwais. So now there's nothing around me, is there?
1: Nope, nothing around you. There's one by Mist, or where Mist was. It's still in the uh, coffin. It hasn't climbed out of there yet. And that's all you can see right now. You can hear others moving towards you,
3: but they're not there yet. Okay, so it's still inside the coffin, like laying down?
1: Uh, Yeah, it just kind of like sat up and then took a swing at Mist.
3: Does that count as prone? Do I get advantage if I attack it?
1: Yeah, I mean, I I let's, let's say so, because it's definitely not... Doesn't have any dexterity that it can uh, jump out of the way or whatever.
3: Uh.
4: <laughs> Poor Mike.
3: <laughs> okay, well then, I'm going to throw a dagger in its head while it's uh, still sort of confined in the coffin a little bit. Uh, 20. 15 plus 5. So yeah, it hits, and like sneak attack. 10 damage.
1: Uh, you hit him, and you hit him squarely. that Your dagger actually sticks in his head. But he's still, um, he's still moving. He's now climbing out of the coffin.
3: All right, then my bonus action will, I'll I'll, I'll move, like, a little bit away from the action, um, and then use my bonus action to hide.
1: Which direction are you going to move? There's, basically, you can move and cower behind
3: Roton, which seems to be popular.
1: Or you can move out towards the corridor.
3: I think back towards the corridor, like, wherever I can find shadows, or behind a coffin, maybe? They'll never find you behind Roton. Yeah, I mean, you could duck behind the coffin that you're basically next to. That's, I guess that's what I'm imagining, is, yeah, just trying to find a hiding space quickly within reach that I can, like, duck behind. And I don't remember if the hide action is a stealth check or if it just, like, happens.
1: could make a stealth check. Eh, just in case. All right. Yeah, why not?
3: Uh, I don't like that stealth check. It was a natural one. <laughs> All right, well, as far as you know, you are invisible.
0: It way like a dog will hide its head under a tablecloth and think its entire body is hidden. Yeah. Yes, Sylvia so believes she's hidden. <laughs> <laughs> so, emerging
1: from the gloom and darkness of the opposite side, I mean, mist, obviously, it's not gloom and darkness to you, two skeletons lumber into view. And they're going to both attack Rotan as he is the obvious choice. First one just hit you with a natural 20, Rotan.
2: All right, bring it on.
1: And the second one misses. But the first one hit you. Uh, Ten points of damage, Rotan.
2: Oof. Was it hitting me with one of those, like, magical things? Well, I don't know.
1: Maybe. It was the the one that hit you had the silver short sword.
0: Ooh. Okay. Cool. Could be worse. Are the skeletons all within, like, 30 feet of each other? Uh, Two of them are, definitely. Two that are on Rotan? Yeah. If you hit me with something missed... Well, you're you're, you're, you're by the reckoning of of this game five feet away from them. Yeah, I'm going to throw up a big old ball of darkness so that it at the very least engulfs the two that are in front of Rotan. It is a 15-foot sphere of magical darkness in which nobody can see into or out of it. Anybody attacking a creature within the darkness or from the darkness does so with disadvantage except for me because i can see through it all is that because you have dark vision or just because you're the one who cast it it's because of my invocate one of my invocations as a warlock but
2: but dark vision would not apply i assume
0: right a creature with dark vision can't see through this darkness and non-magical light can't illuminate it no it's not dinner time sweetie <laughs> <laughs> What? i've got paws on my arm um you're getting a little too cozy with the skeletons mike Channeling the cat again, eh, Mike? Uh, yeah, we'll just we'll just put this. We'll just have this sphere kind of hang in the middle of the room so that the uh, skeletons that are in front of Rotan uh, are now at a disadvantage to hit him.
1: And how? How? What is the um, diameter of the sphere?
0: It is. A, it is a sphere that is uh, thirty foot in diameter.
1: All right. So I mean, it would be then Rotan would be in the sphere, right?
0: Well, I mean, like if I if I make the center of it such that it extends. Towards towards them and engulfs them, but the middle the the starting point, like they're at the edge of it. Like if Rotan backs up, they could step out of it.
1: I'm gonna need some sort of check to see if your math is right on this. Okay. What do you usually use for spellcasting? Your wisdom or your charisma? Charisma. Then make a charisma check. If you make it, then you get the distance right. If you miss it, then
0: Rotan is in the sphere as well. Fair. Oh, hello, natural twenty.
3: All right. <laughs> There are no in-betweens on our roles in this, this combat. <laughs> Why on this one? Okay. <laughs>
1: okay, so unfortunately I mean fortunately, uh, you guessed right, and the skeletons are in the sphere and Rotan is not. However, Silway crouching next to the coffin is also in the sphere. Damn it.
0: So good news, Silway, you are still protected from anything that else anything that is also in the sphere with you. I'm hidden. Yay! So, probably that third skeleton?
2: (laughs) Ah, you're not going to get away that easily. And uh, he wants to run into the sphere uh, attacking where he thinks one of the skeletons just was.
3: He just ran into the sphere? (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All that math. Yep. (laughs) That sounds about right. Rotan doesn't (laughs) do math.
2: (laughs) Not a thing (laughs) that Rotan does.
0: (laughs) I just turned this fight into a big old game of Marco Polo.
2: <laughs> so I suppose now I roll with disadvantage.
0: <laughs> yep, to yep. attack.
2: Okay, cool. So, that's pretty good. That's not as good. Uh <laughs> that will be a 13? Yeah, that'll hit. Oh, I hit something in the darkness. Okay. That is 7 damage.
3: I'm engulfed in darkness currently, I believe. Yes then I will fumble around and head... Back. There's a commotion going on, I assume, where there's some combat, so I know vaguely what direction it's in.
1: Well, yeah, it's like kind of next to you and behind you. You can hear things, but...
3: I'm going to attempt to join the fray in the darkness, but I'm going to use uh, Tides of Chaos to get advantage, which should offset the disadvantage from the darkness, I hope. Uh, I'll, I'll grant you
1: that, but you don't know what target you're attacking, so there is a chance you will hit Roton.
3: I can't tell what's a skeleton and what's roton? Well, not if you're just swinging wildly. I'm not swinging wildly. I, I, I could... She's, she works in the dark all the time. She's used to figuring out, you know, where things are. <laughs> this is magical dark. I know, but just say it. <laughs> I stab people with my eyes closed all the time. <laughs> Do it. Do it. Stab <laughs> them again. Clearly, she has high confidence, and I'm going to just roleplay that and say she's stabbing whatever she can find. All right, that sounds good. <laughs> and up, also, it man. really... <laughs> Um, <laughs> uh, fourteen. Let's see who you are attacking. <laughs> we have a streak to keep up here. <laughs> this is... must injure Rotan.
2: No, this is just gonna keep <laughs> happening. I forgot about that. I, I would
1: really love to just cheat this roll and say it's Rotan, but you know, fair is fair.
3: Oh, uh, Okay. Are you are you rolling or am I rolling?
1: I'm I'm rolling. I have some idea of what's what.
3: You hit. Uh, roll for damage. Okay. And this is with your main hand? This is with the main hand, and whoever I hit is going to have somebody else within five feet of them, therefore it's a sneak attack. Uh, six plus three is nine. You swing wildly into the darkness,
1: and you hear a crunch, and you feel the blade pass through a ribcage, and they continue downwards. And then you hear the clattering of bones and a short sword and armor
3: as one of the skeletons falls to the ground. Ha ha! I knew I knew where that skeleton was. And then she'll bonus action to hide again, which I imagine should be very easy in the darkness. <laughs> I, I would think so. <laughs> oh. <laughs> which I did look it up, and you do it does require like a normal dexterity stealth check to do hiding in combat. So we did it right. Okay. Well, that's that's encouraging. Now we're back up to- no,
1: we're not actually up to Mist, it is the Skeletons' turn, and they are going to be swinging wildly. So they get disadvantage? Mm Mhm. Okay. So you just hear a lot of swords and blades swinging wildly through the air, but nothing connects with anybody. But Mist, you see that there are now six Skeletons in the Sphere of Darkness
4: great
0: we'll deal with that in a moment there's one that stabbed me and it needs to die or re-die whatever so uh the one that has silway's dagger sticking out of its forehead i am going to eldritch blast this thing for reals now oh actually i'm gonna step into the darkness myself (laughs) thus concealing myself from its view and since it can't see me i believe i get advantage on this attack uh, that's a natural 20. Uh, and it... also, good <laughs> thing I had advantage because my other die was a natural one. Seriously? Yep. No wow. No half measures. That's a natural 20.
1: <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Alright, so you step into the darkness. You extend your hands like a gun, go. Pow.
0: Actually, I had another thought. Okay. I put my wrists together, fan out my fingers, and say, Cat Doken! Cat <laughs> Doken? I do not know what
3: that means. I see. What's a Hedoken reference? I mean, I mean, it could be another T.S. Eliot reference.
0: No, this this is definitely <laughs> Hedoken, but with a cat, so Cat Doken.
3: Cat Doken. So
1: the the crackling energy flies from your uh, fingertips, hits the skeleton, and it it explodes, uh, showering everybody in the sphere with bone <laughs> fragments. Excellent. Who's next? Rotan is next.
2: Do I think there is a skeleton near me?
1: Yeah, you're pretty sure there's, well, probably one near you. The other one, like, exploded right next to you. So you got hit by the most fragments.
3: How certain? How certain is Rotan? The answer is very. I mean, it's not, it's not like touching you, but... That's a fair point. Okay, yeah, no, I'm going to hit the skeleton.
2: Probably. Uh, so that is 11...
1: No, that will not hit. So you swing blindly and miss.
3: How many skeletons are alive, just for my knowledge? You do not know. I do not know. So she is blind. She is not sure what to do here because she's not used to working in magical blindness. I mean, you guys could talk to one another. Like it's a free action and Miss, Miss, Did you hit it? Was that was that oh, yeah. the skeleton? Are there are there more? Um.
0: Well, there's there's five more. Five skeletons. Uh, hang on. One, two, three, four. Do claw. Five. Yeah, five. Five skeletons. Are they near <laughs> us? Uh, Roton's got one on him, and the other four are just kind of bumbling around right now.
3: Um, I can't see anything.
0: <sighs> That's me, by design.
3: Let me. Yeah. Thanks for that, by the way. Um, let me. Let me try something. And then what she does is she sort of like takes a few steps forward and like makes this sort of slashing motion, like wildly in front of her but what she's actually going to do is cast a spell and that spell is thunder wave (laughs) (laughs) so i'm hoping that she is it's about about the same size as the darkness spell itself so i'm assuming that the skeletons are all in the darkness and are going to get hit by it yeah but (laughs) yeah yeah others too sure I was going to say, yeah, uh, so is everybody else, but... She, yes, yeah, she's not really in control here. She's, like, scared and slashing wildly, and doesn't even realize she's casting a spell, but that's what's happening. I say, you do you.
2: Love a wild magic sorcerer. <laughs> Love it.
3: <laughs> then all creatures in range take 2d8, unless they can make a con save against, uh, thir- or against, against 11.
2: Damn it. <laughs> I suppose I'm in range.
1: Oh, everybody's in range, yeah. You're you're practically next to Silway, so you're the closest.
2: I have 16.
1: Well, that'll save.
2: Is it half or zero? Uh, half damage for a save. Okay, cool.
1: So, uh, Rotan saved, missed and not.
0: Hello, Sil.
3: Uh, 8 damage. Ow. And I'm trying to beat a, what, 11, you said? Uh, yeah, beat 11. Her spell save you see is pretty abysmal because she has terrible charisma.
1: And you did eight points of damage? Yes. D- do you want to describe
3: it, Silway, since it's your... Uh... For the people who can see it, meaning mist, uh, she is just sort of like stepping towards where she thinks something might be and like slashing a dagger in like a horizontal arc. And then somehow like a wave of magical force uh, spreads out around her in a complete cube technically, but look will call it a sphere. And everything that's hit by it gets pushed back ten feet and takes eight damage. So it literally just looks like a, a wave of invisible force just pushing things away from Silway.
1: You see two of the skeletons are pushed back. One is pushed back towards the corridor. Like So it's put, both of them are pushed out of the sphere, but one is pushed towards the corridor, and the other one is pushed further in. So it's outside of the sphere
3: of darkness uh, on the side of mist. And then the other thing that happens with this is there is a loud boom associated with it. Ha! <laughs> So maybe things hear it and wake up. I don't know. (laughs) And this is DM's discretion. Since I used the tides of chaos, you have the option of making me roll wild magic at this point.
1: Oh, oh no no! Do it do it do it! it, it, Oh no, I'm already doing it. I'm opening the book at the moment.
2: (laughs) I was also thinking it might be fun if we actually made a secret list just on our own. I think that's a
1: good idea. Stuff there there should be more lore specific and, and kind of land specific things. Oh, dear god. I'm glad
3: I didn't roll. <laughs> I should say, I'm glad my roll didn't count. what you roll? <laughs> I rolled a 35, which means my age would increase or decrease by a d10.
2: Oh, okay. Isn't one of them like a fireball? Don't you like
3: fireball? Yeah, I think yeah. so. Okay. <laughs> I would get six years older if I had rolled that. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> okay, how to describe this. Um. I'm going to describe it from Mist's point of view, since he's the only one who can see this. Silway slashes out, and you hear the boom and feel the big, the the pulse of energy that pushes you back as well, because you failed the saving throw, correct, Mist? I did. So you're pushed back 10 feet, so you find yourself against the wall of the crypt, and you hit the wall, and it doesn't disorient you, but you're shaking your head. And you look up, and you see that Silway has a very long, very fine beard made of feathers.
4: (laughs) (laughs) I
0: I think I need to make some kind of save to not go after said beard of feathers. (laughs) She's a bird, get her. Uh, uh, Constitution check, you want to do that? Wisdom, wisdom. Wis- wisdom? Can we do Wisdom? Like, does he know better than to... Uh, oh shit, nope. God damn it! Are you gonna pounce on me?
3: Uh, this is taking a turn. <laughs> did I at least kill some skeletons?
1: Ah, no, you did not kill any skeletons. <laughs> Fantastic. I mean, you damaged them. Uh, yay. But, uh, no, they're, they're all still up. Okay, so, uh, it is their turn. So there are one, two, three, four skeletons left. One of them is outside of the sphere and is going to attack Mist. Because Mist is the only one he can see.
0: Am I... Oh, my! Did I get knocked out of the sphere, too? Yeah,
1: you and the skeleton both got knocked out of the sphere. So uh, the skeleton's going to go after you. And also, I should say that I don't know what the skeleton's gender is. So we're not going to judge. Anyway. It. Pronouns are it. It. Could be a they. I don't want to make anything so uh the skeleton swings at you and misses and then there are two more that are still in the darkness that are going to swing randomly wildly and so uh, you're in the darkness right you didn't go and um hide again right i'm in the epicenter and i think she's just
3: sort of like shocked and frozen and also probably wondering why she has a beard of feathers i don't think she's noticed the beard yet she's in darkness Okay, Uh, the two skeletons
1: swinging wildly. Neither of them hit anything. And the third skeleton who got pushed out on the other side wanders back into the darkness.
0: And it is missed. It is your attack. So I'm in melee again now, right? You are in melee. All the skeletons failed, right? Well, yeah, because this one got knocked out of the darkness with me. Yeah. Therefore, it took damage. Yes. Therefore, I will toll the dead on it. It has to make a wisdom saving throw and beat a 14.
1: Uh, it does not.
0: It takes 7 necrotic damage.
1: Okay, so you see the skeleton standing in front of you. Stops, drops the short sword in its hand. And raises it, its hands up to its head. And then you see its head starts to shake back and forth very quickly. And then just explodes. And the rest of the body drops to the ground.
0: Woo! Two! Two! I will then dive back into the darkness.
2: (laughs) Of course. So Roton doesn't know where anything is now. Correct. So I would like to on my turn cast Detect Evil and Good. Uh, I know where undead are located within 30 feet.
3: Okay. So there are three skeletons close to you. Okay. Silway's still freaking out. I think she's still blind. She's still like sort of trembling a little bit, like, what the hell just happened? I think she's going to try to retreat, like, out of the darkness, and just sort of try to get her bearings again. So she'll pick a direction and run in it, basically, until she escapes from the sphere. Okay, what direction? Uh, probably back the way she came, if she's still kind of vaguely aware of the direction she uh, originally was hiding in.
1: Okay, I'm going to need you to make a stealth check at disadvantage. Stealth at disadvantage? Okay. Okay. 15. You end up running out of the darkness in a mad panic, and you find yourself back into the, in the central corridor, where you just see a big sphere of darkness, and like, filling the entire chamber, and nothing else.
3: There's no undead, no movement. Nope. Then, as my regular action, or I will ready an action as my normal action, and if anything emerges from the darkness, I will fling a dagger at it.
1: Alright, so that brings us back to the skeletons. You know, this darkness thing is really working out well for you. Yep. Okay, they they all miss. I mean, they're hitting a lot, but the disadvantage is taking that away.
0: <laughs> is, is there anything closer to me? I would say they're all about equidistant. I guess then pick one that is arbitrarily closer for by some metric to myself and Rotan, sort of like a midpoint between us, and I'm going to Eldritch Blast it. And again, it can't see me, so I believe that means I get to do a ranged attack with advantage. Will a 21 hit? Yes. Okay, just making sure. Sadly, uh, it is not a... Oh, good heavens! (laughs) Well, I roll a d10 for damage on Eldritch Blast. I rolled d8s last time, but... It wasn't it was it didn't matter because the thing died from a light breeze. Anyway, that is nine force damage to this Skellington.
1: Your Eldritch bolt hits Jack Skellington right in the heart, and he falls over dead. That is another one gone, so there are two
2: left. Roton's gonna close with the nearest one, and he's going to swing. I have a bone to pick with you. Uh, that's 13.
1: Ah, uh, yeah, that'll hit.
2: And I think I'll smite it, just for kicks. Okay, that's 13 damage. Uh, much like
1: before, you swing your hammer, you connect with it solidly, and this time, you, much like hitting a baseball off a tee, you hit the side of the skeleton, and you sweep it off its feet, and it goes flying across the room and hits the wall. And shatters. <laughs> Excellent. So there is one
3: left, and it is
1: Silway, It's up to you.
3: Um, so look at Mist. Are they still alive? Are there, are there any more in there?
0: There's one. There's one. Don't do that explodey thing again. I, that sucked. I didn't. I didn't do that. That was. Yes, you did. We'll have this conversation
3: later. <laughs> Wait. Where, where's the? Where should I throw this dagger? <laughs> This'll work out well. <laughs> Seven feet left of my voice.
0: <laughs> what?
3: <laughs> what? Did
0: you did you see where that one came? F-
3: I heard the explosion. Something hit a wall. Is it alive? Should I throw it there? Uh, no. Ah, uh, this is this. Darkness is a bad idea. Don't do this anymore. Really? Because I think it's working out great. <laughs> you you hear
0: laughter from the spear.
2: <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> okay, aim like. Ten feet to the right of that. To the right of that no. laughter.
3: Yes. Okay. And she flings a dagger ten feet to the right of the laughter.
2: But he's already moving.
3: <laughs> Roll for uh, at disadvantage. Okay. Ooh. A fifteen and an eighteen on those two dice. Well, that
1: amazingly hits.
3: Plus some modifiers. I don't even know. Um... Yeah. Now, now you hit. I was hoping for a critical failure there, because you know what would happen. Yeah, then. of course. I was kind of hoping as well. <laughs> wow. We love you. Wow, right guys! Thanks. You're our favorite pincushion.
2: Thanks a lot.
3: Oh, uh, three point six damage. Your dagger is sticking out of
1: its collarbone, but it's still nice up and shot. swinging.
3: Then her bonus action will be to fling a second dagger in that direction, just in case. Uh twelve plus something is the lowest number. Uh what's the plus? Oh, three. Yeah, that'll hit.
1: For one damage. So you follow it up with a second dagger that sticks in the other collarbone, but it's still up.
3: God. Stupid worthless daggers piercing bone.
1: I probably should have had them stick in the ribs, but regardless.
0: One in each eye socket.
1: Yeah. Nah, that would've been too cool. So it's going to attack. I'm guessing for the last time yeah it, it misses it swings wildly and connects with nothing missed it is your turn to end this I guess
0: and I'm gonna go all like palpatine style like casting for this Eldritch blast uh and <laughs> another natural twenty
1: all right I'm not even going to prolong its misery it, it it just explodes again so way you see bone fragments fly out of the sphere of darkness, and a skull rolls and clatters along the ground and comes to rest at your feet.
0: You got that one started for me. Okay, I, is that the last one? I dismiss the uh, sphere of darkness. And you guys find yourself standing in the midst of a
1: huge debris field of bone. Scattered about are the occasional pieces of armor, weapons, and uh, you see a shiny ring.
0: Pounce on that ring.
3: And at least one of us has feathers on their face.
0: This is true. Pounce on those feathers.
3: <laughs> Do I... Wait, are you actually pouncing? Is this like an attack?
0: Well, I mean, first I'm going for the shiny ring.
3: <laughs> okay. Priorities. Silway is... Once ever she realizes things are dead, we'll start doing her, like, usual scavenging for daggers. Just to pick up the ones she threw.
2: What a brisk encounter. Silway, whatever happened to your face?
3: What? You mean the scar? Look, that was a long time ago. Don't... It's not worth talking about. You... You...
2: (laughs) And he just, like, makes, like, hand motions in the chin area.
3: Okay, she'll mimic the hand motions and realize there's feathers there. What the... What is... What... Are these feathers on my face? What the hell is going on?
2: It is a fabulous disguise, but I would question your timing. I...
3: I... What... Why is there feathers... She's like, starts... Like, pulling at them or plucking them or whatever she can do. It
1: hurts as you go to pluck them.
3: Ow! (laughs) Uh, She's still trying to yank and pull anyways, even though she can't get them out. Or won't give herself enough pain to get them out.
2: Here, perhaps, perhaps if I have a go.
3: (laughs) Don't,
0: don't
2: pull (laughs) on my face. (laughs) Oh, Oh, very well.
0: Wist will approach. Here, let me try. And he just kind of bats at the end of them. Doesn't so much, like, actually try to tug at them. He just starts swiping at the feathers. She'll, she'll back up and swat at his hands, like, get the, get away from me! Yeah, it's really annoying when people come up and try to pet your face, isn't it? Yeah! Do you think
3: there are any more of those creatures? The skeletons? Yes. Well, it's a... It's a crypt. I, I imagine so. Ah, what
2: say we go find them and destroy them?
3: Uh, after what just happened?
2: Yes, after our glorious victory.
3: You guys should have seen it. Ugh, that was that is not how I like to work.
0: Yes, I think I think I might have killed most of them, in fact. Uh, well, you did you did well, Rotan. You didn't quite get most of them. Ah,
2: oh, well, I'm glad that you said so. But I do think I hit most of them.
1: I, I hit one. Mist, you find a number of crappy-looking weapons. You find a silver short sword and the ring.
3: It's calling to you. Put it on. You're precious. Put it
0: on. Gotta figure out what this thing is before we can start wearing random things. Put it on. (laughs) (laughs) Mist, did you put feathers on my face? No, you put feathers on your face. Why would I put feathers on my face? Because you can't control your magic. Here, this is your old dagger. Oh. You can use it to shave. But you can't shave feathers. How do I get them off? Uh, you don't want to know. The only way I know how to uh, defeather things.
3: Uh, yeah, no, don't do that. So I'm stuck with feathers on my face forever.
0: I imagine if we find somebody who can dispel magic, you'll be fine.
3: Uh, can you dispel magic?
0: Nope. Silwe,
3: you look like a bird person. Yeah, thanks, Rotan. I know. Ah, she's scratching at her face and very, very annoyed. <sighs> I believe there are more undead in this direction. You want to fight more of those things? Why, yes! Uh, can't we just find the old man and get his body and go? Well, do do we know where the old man is? No, I guess we don't.
0: Well, we we didn't finish searching the sarcophagi in this room, so... That's true. We should do that. Very well. Um, yeah, Rotan will
2: start checking.
1: Okay, there are only two crypts that are undisturbed. And as you open them up, you find two corpses, like the ones on the other side, that look like they've been here for quite some time.
2: Well, let us proceed. And uh, Roton will start heading down the hallway.
0: Mist will follow.
2: And so we will follow them.
1: Okay, so uh, you walk down the hallway, and you arrive at a similar junction to the one you just passed. There's a chamber splitting off to either side. But in the center of this junction is a pillar that extends all the way up to the ceiling, right in the middle of the room. Huh.
2: What does it look like? Are there engravings on it, or is it... Give me a
1: perception check.
3: Ah, Rotan can do that. I mean, you can all do that if you all want to check it out. I mean, Sylvie is always trying to perceive things. And she does... That is a 12 minus 1. That's an 11. 16 plus 7, 23. Uh, Okay, yeah.
1: So, Silway, you start examining the pillar, and you notice that there are grooves cut into the side of it. And as you look uh, and examine it further, there seems to be some sort of mechanical cogs and so forth uh, behind that. And probing a little further, you see that there are blades. Retracted into the pillar itself. So this is kind of like it was a trap.
3: Uh, this looks like a trap, guys. I'm to keep your distance. It appears to be some kind of pillar. It's a trapped pillar, Rotan. Don't get too close. And she'll look to see if there's any way of that she can like spot what kind of trap it is, or maybe how to disarm it.
1: It doesn't look. It
3: doesn't appear to be armed. Can we get around it? Just oh like, yeah.
1: But, yeah yeah yeah. Like it's just a the... wide berth. Oh yeah. Okay. It's in the yeah.
0: And does the hallway continue beyond the pillar?
1: Yes, the hallway continues beyond the pillar, but you still have the, again, chambers branching off to your left and right. Mist, you can see that the two chambers are identical to the ones you just left with sarcophagi lining the walls, two of which on each side lie shattered on the ground.
0: Who all is buried down here? Guildmasters. Oh. He uh, goes down to the one on the left and starts checking sarcophagi. So as you're... Searching
1: through the sarcophagi in one of them, you find one of the open ones.
3: You find a scroll. Silway will do the same, inspecting the room and the sarcophagi for traps and then checking them. Okay, you do the other sarcophagi and you
1: don't find anything unusual. The ones that are open are currently empty and the other ones have just your garden variety dead people in them.
2: So mist goes off one way, Silway goes off the other way. And Rotan's going to look around and then head down this hallway.
1: Sounds like a great idea.
2: If this is what we're doing, splitting up. (laughs) Are we splitting up? Whose idea was that? I
1: don't know, but you guys really love to do it. So, Rotan, the corridor ahead of you is fairly lengthy. You know, maybe, let's say, 60 feet or so. You get to the end of the corridor, and the corridor opens up into a room. In the center of the room is a raised dais. Surrounding the dais are four coffins these coffins appear to be ornately carved they look much nicer than the other sarcophagi that you've seen to this point point. and kneeling upon the dais in the center of the room you see an ancient undead woman her head is bowed as if in meditation dull lank white hair hangs in her face her eyes are closed and she has twin katanas strapped to her back Hello! As you speak, her eyes fly open, and you can see that they are black as coal. She slowly starts to stand, and reaching back takes both katanas from off her back. She steps forward, and her eyes begin to blaze with white fire. Roll for initiative.
3: So Rotan's alone in this room? Yeah. Yelling is a free action. I'm sure he's fine.
1: Mm -hmm.
3: That's a seven.
1: Uh, no, yeah. They, yeah, yeah. Okay.
4: Will
0: Silway accept she has magic powers? Will Mist continue to kick ass? Yes! Will Rotan die? Find out next time on multi-class theater
2: It is absolutely necessary for the peace and safety of mankind that some of Earth's dark, dead corners and unplumbed depths be let alone, lest sleeping abnormalities wake to resurgent life, to newer and wider conquests. H.P. Lovecraft. But what if the worst should happen and these words go unheeded? The darkness deepens, but you'll find you're not alone with the Lovely Craftians, a Call of Cthulhu actual play podcast available at lovelycraftianspodcast.com or your favorite podcasting
4: app. We all roll for sanity together here.